What's up, people? I'm Sean Puff, and you're listening to Smarks, Spot Monkeys, and Super Geeks. I'm your host, Sean Puff. Man, we got a great show for you today. Reunited, and it feels so good. Mike K is going to be here with me. Man, me and Mike have been doing stuff since way back, the Boneyard Sports Show, and including LIT Radio. You know, we were doing it on Yakit. We did it on LIT Radio. Man, the pit stops. I'm sure me and him are going to be doing a lot of pit stops here. Uh, it's just it's great to be reunited with my dude and, and to be back doing, doing our thing. Uh, so we're just going to be shooting the shit. Well, we're going to be all over the place talking about a lot of different things. Just talk about the, the women's uh, evolution pay-per-view uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and wherever else we end up going. I'm sure we'll talk some Slammiversary, uh, but it's it should be a really, really good show. Um, first time doing doing a, a joint show, so we're working out the bugs in it, so just bear with us with any issues we might have with it. Now, before we get into anything else, I want to apologize. I make mistakes. I know it's crazy. Temporary setbacks, that's what I call them. Um, so here's, here's what happened. I went to the, um, evolve 109 pay-per-view and we did a, I I did a a broadcast on the show, um, talking about the show itself, uh, and just kind of reviewing it. So if you, if you haven't listened, it's called the Burger King incident, uh, and the Burger King incident is why I need to apologize. So we had an incident that happened that caused us to be there late. So I showed up at the arena late, sat down in my seats, and everything was already going on. Didn't really, didn't really see every like you know, didn't really know what was going on right from the rip. So I asked the guy who was sitting next to me what happened and what I missed. So as I told the story, it was as he told me. So I erroneously um, said that Shane Strickland came out and said that he couldn't fight. He couldn't defend his title. So uh, A.R. Fox came out and, and got in his face and they ended up fighting. Uh, it was kind of explained to me wrong. So Shane Strickland was supposed to fight Saeed Al-Sabah. Shane Strickland said he was hurt. Then after winning the title, um, an AR Fox came out and said that he'd take his place. Which, by the way, one of the worst botches I've ever seen was in that match. If you get the chance to watch it, look for that botch in that match. It was horrible. I don't know how Saeed wasn't, uh, Saeed Al-Sabah wasn't fired right after that. And I think he's great, but that was a botch and a half. Wow. Um, but whatever, things happen, you know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, I wanted to apologize for that because I said that wrong. And I said that that was A.R. Fox versus Shane Strickland. And it was A.R. Fox versus... Uh, Saeed Al-Sabah. That's pretty much what happened there. But anyway, we've got a great show for you. Um, get ready. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. 
Uh, we're going to get, like I said, we're going to start with the women's revolution. We're going to get things going. Um, so why don't we not hold back and just get right into things? This is Smarks, Spa Monkeys, and Super Kicks. I'm your host, Sean Puff. Let's get this show on the road. This is Sean Puff, and I'm here with Mike K. This is Smarks, Spa Monkeys, and Super Kicks. What's good, Mike? How you doing? Good, man. Doing well. Nice, nice. So, listen, I got to start out before we get into things. I got to tell you the story. So, Mike and I were testing everything, uh, getting ready to, to get the show in the air, and I'm pulling into my house, and there were cops everywhere. I'm like, oh, my God, looks like an accident. I need to check this shit out. So, listen to this. Some guy on his motorcycle rear-ended a car, banged up the car, hurt somebody in the car, jumped off of the bike, or I, I'm going to assume that he fell on the ground, and then took off off the but took off off of the bike, and started running. Church was was going on, so there were people outside. So like seven dudes chased this guy down down the street. He tried dipping in into my condo complex into the back, and he had clothes in his backpack, so he was trying to change his clothes when they caught him. It's <laughs> awesome. So I don't, I don't really know what ended up coming out of it or what, but he's in custody now. I'm assuming he had drugs in Probably. his bag because why else would you run? Yeah, crazy. Like, wow. What a way to start the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was insane. That's how my how my uh, night started. Um, but, man, it's been a long time since we have done a show at all. I mean, what? LIT yeah, Radio? Last yeah, time we probably. did something? Yeah, yeah. So it's good to get back, and we haven't really got to have a good wrestling conversation sure. in a while. So this is our chance. We're just to talk about shit, see how things are going, and what's up. Um, I want to start out with the the one of the big stories right now. Talking about things, this evolution pay per view for the women's revolution, the all women's yeah. pay per view. What what do you think about uh, that? It's yeah. You know, it, it's fine. I mean, it's great and all, but you know, to me, I don't know if uh, I just I don't know if it's going to. I think people will check it out, but I don't think it's going to carry as much weight as people think it's going to. I don't think. I think people are going to get kind of bored with it after a little while. But I well, think, you mean you mean the event? They're going to get bored with the event yeah, itself, or yeah, the overall? I think they're going to get bored with the event itself, only because like. Okay. The one, the one, you know, downside about women's matches, it's not their fault. It's just the way they are. Is that a lot of women's matches are kind of pretty much the same. Like they don't do. I mean, you have some that'll do the big spots, which is great and all, but then yep. most of them don't. Most of them don't. They're not able to just because they're just not able to. It's not. It's, they're just physically not able to do some of the things that some of the men can do, and I think. As the night goes on, you know, you start seeing, depending on how they set up the match, as the night goes on, you're going to get a lot of the same kind of cookie cutter action, basically. You might have your. I, I don't know. I think it depends on how they go with it, what they do, like what kind of matches yeah. they do. 
You know, I mean, if they could they could pull this off right if they put the right matches together and put the right woman right. out there. I think they got a lot of good talent on the women's yeah, roster. Um, you know, like they brought in a lot of people for this May Young Classic. I'm sure they're going to use a bunch of them. Yeah, probably. They're trying to get a lot of the uh, old divas. That's something that I don't know about though. So you're doing this whole women's revolution now. They're not divas anymore. Now they're the the super. They're female superstars or women superstars or whatever. Yep. But now you want to bring in the divas too, because they were divas. And not, and not, not, to, not to, to put anything past like, like the, the older divas. Cause I'm sure they're, they're great. I'll be awesome to see some of them, but just like any of the older men that show up on um, events, they're, they're nowhere near what they used to be. And so exactly. Lita looks horrible right now. What's that? Lita looked horrible the last time she was in the ring. Right, yeah, she looked, yeah, exactly. She looked terrible the last time she was in the ring. Um, You know, and and so, you're right, and and depending on who they bring back and who they use, yeah, I guess there's potential to do a lot, but I don't know. To me, it just seems like story-wise, storyline-wise, I think it's just going to be one of those things that's just there to be there. It's like, oh, here are all the women. Yeah. Here you go. Here's this match and this woman and this woman and this woman. And probably- yeah, I don't know if they're going to be able That's another thing. That's a good point. I don't know if they're going to be able to run, like, storylines right. like that. Are you going to be able to run storylines on the, on the women's for, for that pay-per-view? Right. So you're going to have a whole pay-per-view based off of actual storylines and, and storytelling. So are you going to, like, not do anything else for the rest of the month? Because you don't really have that many outlets to highlight these rivalries and feuds if you're going to, like, try to exactly. do it that way. So I don't know. Yeah, I'd say I'm, I'm interested to see how they would pull it off. I mean, they could probably do a couple gimmick matches, which is fine. Well, I mean, you're going to get – Except for the fact that couple, we've already kind of – one, we've already seen, and two um, – you know, not many of them could probably pull it off. Well, I guess, you know, it depends on who you're putting in those matches. I right. mean, some of the women on the roster now, you can, you can get a couple cage matches or la- you can probably get a cage match. You can probably get a ladder match. Yep. Um, you could probably get a no-holds-barred match with everyone that they're going to be bringing in because they got all these – they brought in a lot of women from the main – for the May Young Classic. Plus, they brought in women for, for NXT UK. Right. So there's a really a, a lot of women that are going to be involved with this thing, and I think this, we're going to see more. I think you're going to see women that aren't even in the promotion involved. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of bring them in and get them. Right. I mean, they, they're promoting uh, like 50 women to be involved in this thing. Yeah. So, and it's like, where are they, where are they going to come right. from? Where are they going to be? 50 women we care about? Are they going to be good? Is it going to be 50 good women or just 50 women? You know? Yeah. Or is it just going to be, let's throw everybody in here. They'll probably have like a couple battle royals to get a good like 20 of them in. And maybe like I guess you could do that. Yeah. I guess if you do like a 20 woman battle royal, there's one right there. Yeah. Um, you probably do like a, a, a six pack or an eight pack challenge. For one of the titles, one of the two women's titles. Yeah. Um. Then you have a cage match. You have a ladder match. Maybe a 
I don't know if it's a ladder match for the title or a ladder match for a contract, one of the two. You know, maybe, maybe person. I don't know if you do two multi-person title matches. I think you have to have one regular title match and one multi-person. Yeah. Who knows? If you're trying to get 50 women on the roster, I mean, you can do both titles, multiple people, like a four-woman ladder match on one side and uh, an eight-pack challenge or a six-pack challenge on the other side. And yeah, So right there, that's a dozen women right there. So you can get a dozen women on the card right there. So right. Two matches. Do a 20-woman battle royal. You're up to 30, 32 women right there. And you do a couple. I, I heard that the tag team, so there's going to be a, uh, they're going to introduce women's tag team yeah, titles. Yeah, the reason why uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey have been tagging up so much. Yeah, so they're going to do that. They're going to do a, a women's tag titles. So that should be on the card. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to do, I don't know if they're going to do two rounds or one round there. You do the five. If they just do the finals, that's four more women. Now we're up to 36. Yep. We've only got four matches, and we've got 36 women booked on this card already. Right. So uh, it's definitely doable. It's doable. You know what I mean? Maybe you do another you throw another another tag match in there because you're gonna want to um you're gonna want to have another tag match, not just the one for the title. Because you probably you could something. do like the semifinals and the finals of that tournament, like on the same card. On the card, you maybe have the semifinals happen early on the card, yeah, and then the finals happen Later. closer to the main event. Right. Yep. Yep. And and then right there, so now you're at forty. Right. So now we got 40 women with five matches booked. Right. Easy to get 10 matches. Easy to get another three matches and get 10 women in. Yeah. Four matches, 10 women in easily. Yeah. It's not a big deal. So they'll be able to pull it off, I think. I, I think that it'll it'll happen. It's just a wonder of who's going to be. I mean, we know Gail Kim won't do it. She already said she's not going to do it. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like everybody else is open game. Right, um, get, that can wrestle still. Yeah, you get all the you get all the women that were there during the battle royal, uh, not the Royal Rumble. You get a lot of those things. Yeah. Um, I heard Mickey James versus Trish. Yeah. Which I don't know that I'm like huge on, but I see why they would do it. It's an old rivalry. It's for the. Yeah, it's an old rivalry. It's it's going to get some old fans that will be like, "Oh wow, those two are going to fight again." I'll I'll watch that. Yeah. Um. What else was I seeing that they wanted to do? Someone wanted to fight Lita. I forget who wanted who said they wanted to fight Lita. Yeah. Someone wanted to fight Lita. I I could do without Lita. <laughs> I love her. I can do without her. Uh, like I said, she didn't look good last time in the ring. Yeah. So why do I want to see her in the ring? But maybe again, maybe they're gonna, you know, not to mention too. Maybe they, if they know it's gonna be something big, maybe they'll train a little bit more, and maybe they'll do a little bit. They'll take it a little more serious, or maybe they'll, you know, make it look better. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to see. Tri- I don't. I don't know if I want to see that. I think I'm just kind of good with it. Right. We can just leave that off. We don't need to see Lita. But she's going to be there. You know they're going to have her on the card. Yeah. There's no way she's not going to be on the card. Oh, of course. 
And it's coming right off of the May Young Classic because the May Young Classic starts airing September 5th, I think it was, or September 1st. Yeah. Might be September 1st. Right. One, of those, one of those days, sometime around that. So we're going to go from the May Young Classic. That's going to set us right up for it. So. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm interested to see if it what they I, I guess you know, like I said I have just I kinda it'll be you know, it, one of those things where it's possibly pulled off. I just know how reactive it's gonna be, that's all. Yeah, I mean I agree with that. Like I think if they can pull it off, but how successful will it be pulled off? How good will the matches be? Are we gonna see a lot of botches? Because let's be honest. We see a lot. You see a lot of botches in women's matches. You do. Uh, oh, and you're like, oh, did they just do that? And nothing against them, because I mean, they go out there and they, they leave it all in the ring and they do their thing. It's yeah. just some of the things that they're trying to pull off. It's just hard right. for them. And that's what I mean. For whatever reason, I won't say because it's because they're women. Because then someone will get mad at me. Oh, that was sexist. Yeah, but it's because they're women. Yeah, it's it's what it is. I mean. There's just some things that physically they're not able to do as much as the guys are able to do. And a lot of that Yeah, no, I hear a lot of that has to do with speed. Well, it's just life. I, yeah. I I cannot physically have a child. Right. I cannot physically give birth. Right. I'm different. I'm a man. Sorry. <laughs> it's just what it is. Yeah, there's just some things that the guys can do in the ring that the women can't. And it's there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the way it is. Do in the night. Well, some people think that when you say that, they look at it as you're knocking the woman or you're talking down to the woman. And I agree with you 100%. I don't think that's what it is at all. But some people look at it like that. They get all offended. But that's today's society. Everyone gets offended. But whatever. I'm not going to get into a political conversation when we're just talking about wrestling. There's no need to do (laughs) it. But I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to see the build-up to it. Um, there's a lot of cool things going on. You know what I mean? New Japan and, and Ring of Honor. Um, I don't. I'm, I don't know if you've noticed because I know you're not. You're not a big Ring of Honor guy or New Japan guy, so you don't really get into that stuff. Um, did you happen to see that the whole thing with them and their their deal with Madison Square Garden for WrestleMania? Yeah. No. So, WrestleMania weekend, now you know how they do all... Now, WrestleMania weekend is such a big thing, and all the indie companies come out and put on different shows all over the place, wherever Mania is. So, New Japan and Ring of Honor have come together, and on the Saturday before Mania, which is the night of TakeOver, they're doing a a joint show at Madison Square Garden. It's huge because, you know, Vince tried getting it stopped because, you know, that's their, that's WWE's right. home. Like, so for someone else, to come in, no one has done enough. No other wrestling company has done a show in Madison Square Garden since like the 1970s. I want to say like 72 or something like that it was the last another promotion was that wasn't WWE was allowed to do a show in Madison Square Garden. I think this is a game changer. I think it's going to change the landscape of things. Um, 
because now you got now we're seeing new players coming up, but we're seeing new new competition. And I don't know how you feel about the WWE right now, but I think it's very lacking. I think it needs competition to make them try harder because I think they just kind of give us crap. That's, yeah, I suppose. But the, the the problem is, I mean, it's been it's you're going on like eighteen years since there was even any other promotion. Like yep. Yep. It's been 18 years. So, like, WWE has been this way for, you know, that, you know, a decade plus where it's just been them and no one else. And I guess as time's gone on and, and you know, as guys got older and they just develop stars and it's, the, it's just things have kind of changed the landscape and the way people are and what you – view outside of here and blah 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 everything that's going on it's just kind of slowly dwindled down the product to the point where where we're at now and you know i i agree with you yep. and, and it didn't help with them trying with linda's dive into politics no but i don't think that really had any bearing on anything i don't think people turned away because linda mcmahon tried to go to politics i think it was well, I think that that was a big uh, factor in it going to the PG era. So, I th- and I think that hurt the product. It's not the yeah, same product. I don't because think of that. that. Well, that too. The, I think PG the PG era had something to do with it. But I think the I just I would say it's more. I think it's more social media and the fact that the access to like the product now can is so uh, it's so um like open that you can you don't sit and watch raw on Monday night. You don't sit there and watch it on you don't have to watch it at all. You can literally just go on social media and catch up everything you need to catch up on within True. A, a small amount of time and be able to watch everything you need to watch and that's it. And so people can kind of choose and decide what they want to do, what they want to watch, what they want to watch it, they don't want to watch it, how much they want to watch. And so people kind of can pick and choose. Before, you had to watch the whole thing. If you wanted to watch a guy you really liked, you had to watch the whole thing because you had to watch to see if, how much involved they were going to be in the show. Now you can kind of pick and choose. I think I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to say that the social media access has made people more in the know of what's That's going true. on. So... It's hard to do something to surprise right, because we already know what's going to happen. Exactly. I told you paper because I always know what's going on because I'm in that dirt sheet community that finds right. out everything. So because everyone has access to everything that happens now, you're right. One, you can't be surprised. And so as a result, you can then pick and choose whether or not you want to see it. If I know it's going to happen, I can decide. Hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, cool. We lost you on that. I don't know if you realize that I lost. That was weird. Yeah, you were like in the middle of talking. You're like, um, <laughs> and we just kind of lost you right in the middle of it. And I was like, what? Wait, where'd you go? Because I just talked for like about four minutes and no one heard any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got your whole thought out and I did. no I one heard it. I thought out and nobody heard me. No I don't know why it even turned off. It's weird. I even tried to see if it was 
if um if you were gonna come back on. Yeah. And then you weren't. So I said I just ended the segment and said, We'll be right back with an we'll get the segment going again and get back to what we were talking about. Um but, and I don't even know what, what you were saying. I don't know if you remember your thought. I do. I was just I was kind of going on the fact that um about the fact that you could pick and choose like what you wanted to see or not. And that you could Yeah. You know, there are parts that you can look and see what happened and then decide from there whether you want to watch it or not. And so people got to just pick the point parts they wanted and not have to worry about anything else. And so they just, True. You know, moving on, I kind of compared it to, you know, like watching a TV show. If you watch a show that you like, but you know the end result of the show, you can decide whether you want to watch the show or not. You can be, you can, you can watch it or you can be like, I'll catch it later. True. Maybe I'll just skip it and do something else. But I I think it's more skipping episodes and watching things like that. It's just the product's bland. They're they're not giving us they're they're not giving us what we want. Let's be honest about it. They're giving us it's like Vince is like, oh, you want this? Ha ha! Well, here's this. Well, yeah, he's, got, he's been stuck in his ways for years. He wants everything's got to be one way and one way only, and he can't defer from it. He can't change it regardless of what the fans want or wanted to. He, it doesn't matter. It's whatever he says goes. And, so. and I think it hurts. I honestly think that that hurts the product a lot because Vince isn't know all the know all of wrestling like Vince isn't the guy that just what Vince says goes um I think he and I think it goes back to the Monday Night Wars I think winning the Monday Night Wars ruined a lot because it made him think that he's this invincible person because he won the Monday Night War which He's not, and he can't just do whatever he wants. But I feel like he feels if you ask Vince, Vince will say, I'll do what I want because I'm Vince McMahon. Yeah. And he'll basically say it in that same exact tone. Yeah. <laughs> I want because I'm Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I think that. There's um, there's a lot that needs to change with the current product yeah. to make it what it sh- what it needs to be to, to keep it at the top. But I think the fact that it looks like we're gonna have some real competition is gonna better that. Did you watch Slammiversary? No. Watch Slammiversary. So a lot of people hate Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling has been hated on for so yeah. long. Everyone's like, oh, it sucks. It's garbage. But you have to see what's going on there now. Who's running that company? What's that? Hi there. Did your phone? You know who Don Callis is? Time you talk, it breaks up. I I hear I hear yeah, you fine. I can't hear you fine at all. Well, you hear me right now. Can, but then it's like you'll go like you'll you'll cut in and out. It'll squeak. It'll make noises. Like 
every time he. It's me yeah. moving. It's me Maybe moving it around. But so, do you know who Don no. Callis is? So Don Don Callis used to be known wow. as Cyrus the Virus. Okay. And in um, ECW when I went to TNN. He was also the Jackal. Okay, I know that is. Who was with I remember all- that guy. That's who's in charge now over at um, Impact, and he's doing okay. great things. Anniversary, quite possibly the best pay-per-view show of 2018. If you took ECW and you took the Attitude Era and you had to have a baby, it would be anniversary. It was crazy. At the LAX match versus the OGs in the 5150 street fight, insane. Uh, Moose Austin Aries was a great match. Um, what else was on that card that was insane? Eddie Edwards versus Tommy Dreamer was even, even told a good story. And I think that match of the night, which I think top five match here, um, Jr. versus Sammy Callahan, mask versus hair. That match was insane. The blood, the at one point they, they were slamming each other in the forehead with railroad spikes. It was insane. And then Scarlett Bordeaux showed up at some point, who's like their new hot female. And her character, she's Sable. Okay. Basically Sable. She came out and she talked about, about um, being hot shamed and how she won't be hot shamed. And she's bringing sexy back to wrestling. And this is where Impact's going. Impact's down that road of, hey, you know what was really successful and what people really liked? And when people always say that they wish they could get back, the Attitude Era. Well, let's do the Attitude Era here. And that's what Impact's trying to do. They're trying to emulate what worked for the Attitude Era with their current talent. And I think it's going to work. I think it's going to be amazing. Like, everything so far has been great. And if you're watching it, you'll see it. You ask anyone who's watching it, they're going to tell you, check out Impact because they've made a lot of big changes and they're doing a lot of good things. And I think they're going to become a huge threat to the WWE once their contract with pops up. And I think they'll have an opportunity to move to a better yeah, channel. Well, that's, that's the problem. Um, like, they're on a station right now that will allow them to do a lot of stuff. They're not going to be, unless you go on to a station that's uh, like not as um, known, you're not going to be able to do any of that stuff. It's part of the reason why the WWE is the way it is. USA won't let them do what they do anymore. And so... Uh, you know what? USA let them do it in the past, though. Okay, but that they was, let them again, do it in the past. that was 20-something years ago. Like, times have changed. And we're in the, the world of offended and, like, PC. and You can't say, you can't do certain things. So they don't want it for USA. You're right about that. And I think that, that's also something that affects the products that we're getting and, and, and what's being put out to us, the fact that we're in a, a time when everything is about being right. PC. So I think that kind of 
waters down the product that we get because of that. It's kind of the yeah, you're you're stuck with what you have and you're stuck with what you see because there's no you know, you can't push the envelope anymore because you know, the PC police won't allow it. The But they're doing it. They're doing it. And like they're they're doing a station that nobody knows about. Like nobody watches pop. Like I don't even I don't think even have I don't even have pop. I don't even know station that would but, be even if I did. You have to have somebody give me that. Not everybody has pop. But here's the thing. Pop still has to follow FCC. They still have to follow the same rules. It's not, they don't look at it and say, well, not as many people watch you, so it's not an FCC thing. It's about advertising. And the fact of the matter, like a lot of people will say, oh, well, you can't because the advertisers, guess what? There are tons of people who advertise to that demographic that's going to watch that. You're right. You're not going to get the kids. You're not going to get that demographic. Nope. Sorry. It's, it's not going to be there. But you're going to get the demographic that drinks beer and smokes cigarettes and parties. And you're going to get the, yeah. you're going to get that. And that, guess what? Those people spend money too. And there's advertisers that are going to advertise to them. You're going to get, so impact won't get the fruity pebbles deal, but they might get the Jack Daniels deal. Maybe. So at the end of the day, what's it matter? If you're not, if you're not going to be on an NBC or a Fox, who cares? I don't think you need to be on Fox. Like TNT PBS weren't big stations. They were kind of big, but they weren't huge stations before WCW blew up. You know what I mean? Like what, what did you, what was, what came on TNT or TBS then? The, the, the they didn't even have the NBA yeah, contract. Yeah, it, was all, yet. it was all done. It was all like reruns and things like that. Yep. And then WCW came and, and the station got popular and then they started getting that. So it's not unheard of to have a company that a uh, TV station that's coming up that says, Hey, yeah, let's go with this. This is going to be what gets us to that next level. They couldn't make pop an actual marketable station. I mean, TNN, look at TNN was the Nashville network. And then after it started getting wrestling, it became the national network and then spike TV and it changed, it evolved into all these different things that came because wrestling was there and because wrestling brought the ratings and got them the advertisers who were advertising to a different crowd. They were advertising to that adult crowd. So they said, let's run this and let's go with more programming towards adults. And it made their stations better. So, you know, as long as they're not going for a Fox or an NBC or an ABC or ESPN even, you can get, be edgier. Yeah, it's it's are not going to ever go to any of those. I don't think they. I, I don't think they need to go there. I think you could be a viable opponent without going there, especially because we're in the day of everything on the internet. Right. And they all have their, their streaming services. Impact has the the global wrestling network. Uh, which is an app that you can download. Yeah. Ring of Honor has uh, Honor Club. New Japan has their online streaming service. 
they'll have it. It's all there. <clears throat> so you do your shows on one of these other networks and then just do your pay-per-views through your streaming service. Yeah. Do edgier shows on your streaming service. You know, you don't have to do all the edgy stuff on your regular weekly show. Yeah. You just, it's going to make people want to buy the people be more because they're like, you know what? Oh, the, the show's good, but they save some of the crazier stuff. You only see that when it comes time for a paper. Right, but I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm the type of person too. That I don't, I haven't bought a pay per view and I don't know how long. Probably. Yeah, but if you have services, so Honor Club, if you have Honor Club, pay-per-views are 50% off. So, you know, it'll get people to buy them. Personally, I think you have to go to a model where your pay-per-views are free on those programs, but I get they have to get the subscribers there first. <clears throat> but I don't know. I think, it's a, I think it's a good thing. I think all these companies coming up, you get a lot of people on the internet that get mad about it, and they're like, oh, these companies coming up are bad. It's going to ruin everything. Uh, who cares about them? They're garbage. Why are you watching them? These are the companies that are going to make WWE do something because once they get these companies that are competing with them, granted, right now they're buying up all the indie stars, all the top indie stars, and taking everything from the indies so they don't really have competition. But I think it's because they know there's some real competition out there. And they need to do something to stop them or they're going to be challenged right now. Right now, It's about to happen. I mean, that's why they went out and they got Keith Lee. They got Matt Riddle. And it's funny, like all the guys that, I, all the guys that I've been telling you and, and Parker and everybody else, hey, these are the guys you're going to watch. And you guys are like, ah, who cares? They're all going to WWE now. So in five, six months, you guys are going to be fawning over the guys that I was telling you were nasty now. Right. Oh, I don't know though. Like, I counter that with the fact that yeah, they might be nasty in indie stuff, but when they get to WWE, they're going to be restricted to what they can do, what they can't do, and it's going to make them look. And they're not going to be promoted properly, and they're not going to be seen properly, and so people are going to be like, uh, who, "But uh, in NXT, they'll do their thing. Everyone comes into NXT, and they kind of just let them do well, their true. thing. True, they let them de- it, develop their character, but." We've had this conversation before about like how many guys from NXT have then gone on to the WWE and been like huge. Hit the main roster in the garbage. No, I agree with you. We'll at least get to see these guys shine in NXT and you're going to see these guys that have been telling you are nasty. And you're going to be like, wow, Keith Lee. Keith Lee, it's, 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 it's Thursday. It's Wednesday right now. So tonight, the new episode of NXT comes on. Um. Obviously, this is going to play on Thursday, so it'll already have been played, and there'll be a, a review of what happened. I'm going to talk about that on another part of the show. Um, but in real time, for us, NXT's on right now. So when we get off the air, I'm probably going to watch the replay of that. Um, check it out, because Keith Lee's supposed to debut tonight. Okay. He's, he's a huge TV star. Matt Riddle. So I just heard something about Matt Riddle that – did you know that Alistair Black's hurt? Yeah, I did know that. That sucks. I like Alistair Black. Alistair Black's hurt. It looks like it's more serious of an injury than yeah. they thought. So he might miss he's takeover. If he yeah, that's what it looks like he's going to miss takeover. If he misses takeover, they're trying to decide what they want to do. 
Do they just go Chiampa versus Gargano again for the title? Or do you make it a three-way and and add someone else in it? Word from Papa Dave Meltzer is that somebody mentioned putting Matt Riddle in that spot and letting him win the title at TakeOver in his debut and making an immediate star out of him. Okay. Immediate NXT star, throw the title right on him from the rip because this guy's the hottest thing in the Indies. Everybody loves this guy. This He's known worldwide. He was an MMA fighter. He held championships in MMA. And he's if you watch his matches, if you get a chance, Google Matt Riddle. Look up at his matches. This guy's nasty. Every match I've seen from him, he's either won by tap out or TKO. He's, he's the only guy I've ever seen win matches in wrestling by TKO with referee stop. Actually, just like, nope, done. Like, this kid's the real deal, and he's going to be nasty in NXT. So I think so, someone said in the back, like I said, I don't know who it was, but somebody in that, um, that team has brought it up. Nobody knows where they're going to go with it. They're kind of keeping that on wraps on what they're going to do, but I think that would be a great angle to do. Throw Matt Riddle right in there. Like I said, people know who he is, so everyone knows he's coming. It's been talked about all over the internet. So bring this kid up, put him right in a match at TakeOver instead of having him sit in the crowd at TakeOver and have him be your NXT champion and watch watch that crowd go crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's a great idea because we've seen – and I Gargano Ciampa – undoubtedly would be another great match. But we've seen it a lot of time. We've seen it enough already. Do we need yeah, to see yeah. it again? In a one-on-one, I don't like think Three years worth of feuds. A three-year-long feud between the two of them that has been completely one. Yeah. yeah. So, if you're going to keep the up Chiampa, that doesn't make sense to put to have them... Just go against Gargano. I don't think you put the belt on Gargano. Maybe you yeah, do. Maybe that's what they're going. Not if you just. I, mean, I don't you know. know why would you? You wouldn't make Champa uh, a transition champion. You know. I don't think so. Unquote. Unless, unless you decide, unless you're you're gonna decide to go the route of putting it on Matt Riddle and put a fucking rocket pack on his yeah. back and just. Shoot him to the moon right now, which I'm like, I'm all for. If you if you have seen Matt Riddle, anyone who's watched him fight will tell you they're all for it. Give it to me. Take my money. Give it to me now. Put the belt on Riddle. Shoot him to the moon, and you could feud him with Chiampa, and they could. I think they'll put on a nasty feud. I think a Chiampa Matt Riddle feud would be insane, and it's something people haven't seen and would love to see, and. But to see, I think that would be great. But I, I do think that if you see that they make it a mystery person, everyone's going to expect it to yeah. be Matt Riddle. So do you do that or do you swerve him? Maybe you go Keith Lee because Keith Lee was, is another huge indie star. So there's so many ways they can go with it. But who knows? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But – uh. We've been going for a while now, probably about 40 minutes between the two little segments. So I guess we can – let's wrap this baby up. No, actually, before we wrap it up, I want to get on one, one final topic before we get out of here. 
Um, Paul Heyman on Monday Night Raw. I know you saw that. Um, did you see this, the part that they didn't show? Uh, I don't think so. What are you talking about? At the end, like, you know how his interview ended and he says, I don't think that Roman Reigns can beat this Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. So after that, he says, he stopped and he says, unless, and he like looks up in the air and then he, that, uh, Renee Young goes, unless what? And he just like takes his microphone off and walks off the stage. And she's like, unless what, Paul? You were saying that unless, unless Roman Reigns does what? Unless what, Paul? And so I think, I think they're setting up for Paul Heyman to turn on Brock Lesnar which I think I'm all for. I think I'm all for if you're going to put the title on Roman Reigns, put him with Paul Heyman. Well, that, I think people will get by. That would be great. But the, the problem, in theory, it's a great idea. The problem with doing it that way would be that you end up, it's one of those things like, you end up there's no there ends up being no payoff. I don't like I don't like like big moves like that when there's no payoff afterwards. What I mean by that is like, what do you mean payoff? Payoff is these two have been feuding for three years, right. and, then, and now with the very the, very, the guy who's been like forever now is a Roman Reigns guy, huh? I said, I th- like the payoff is these two have been feuding for three years, and at the end of the day, the guy who's been ride or die for Ro- for Brock Lesnar since day one turns on him and backs Roman Reigns. That's no, no, the payoff. That's not what I mean by pay- that's not what I mean. Like that, I that in theory is what ultimately has happened. That's what I'm talking about. At, like ideally, this is supposed to be Brock Lesnar's last match. Like, this is it. Like, he's not supposed to be around anymore after this. Like, he's going, this is end of his career pretty much in the WWE. So, why would you then have Paul Heyman just turn on him and then be like, all right, and now Brock Lesnar's just gone forever? So, it's like one of those things where it's like, well, great, now Brock Lesnar's gone forever. How you keep Paul Heyman relevant and keep him around? Yeah, but I think you could do that without having you can do that whole thing without having Paul Heyman like without having Paul Heyman turn on. You know what I mean? Like you could literally have you could have like some Yeah, you could have Paul Heyman caught on Monday Night Raw and be with somebody else. Absolutely. But I think that's the payoff. That's the only way this works and, and Roman Reigns gets over. I think if you just have Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar on his own, he's going to get booed out of the building. But I think if Roman Reigns wins because Paul Heyman turns on Brock Lesnar and helps Roman Reigns win, and Roman Reigns becomes a Paul Heyman guy, it's a completely different story. And now you But you're not – But my, That was crazy. But you're going to – I think you're going to get confusion. 
because because like what you don't want to happen at the end of it, you want you want all pay-per-views should end in one of two ways either there has to be some emotion you can't have confusion at the end of a pay-per-view it's the worst way to go out people get pissed why would it be confusion this doesn't have any confusion people wouldn't know why They're like what would of course you wouldn't know why didn't you did you watch raw did you see Last week, did you watch Raw when, when Brock Lesnar put his hands on Paul Heyman? Yeah, I, I did, but that, you know, I still don't. I, like, they've set it up now. They've already given you the why. Why would Paul Heyman turn on him? Then he has this whole thing, and he says, unless at the end, and walks off. So now it brings up the question. Maybe is his unless, unless I help Roman Reigns. So at the end of the day, he turns on Brock Lesnar and he, te- you know what I mean? And, he's, and he tells Brock, I, he comes out on Raw. Sure, there's some questions left, but there are questions that are, that are kind of, the, the answers are kind of there already. And he comes out on Raw and gives the, the definitive answers of, look at what Brock Lesnar did. I made Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar didn't make me. I was here in this business for years before Brock Lesnar. I took Brock under my wing, and I made Brock the beast that he was. But then, I made his career, and he put his hands on me. And just as fast as I made his career, I ended his career. And then, boom, there you go. Yeah, but then Paul Heyman becomes the main focus. It's not, it's, it's, the focus is no longer on Roman Reigns. Who cares? That's the whole point. No, that's the whole point. He hates Roman Reigns. That's not what that's not what Vince McMahon wants. He wants Roman Reigns to be the focal point. They want but Roman Reigns becomes the focal point from it. And Paul Heyman becomes the focal point because it's all about Paul Heyman. Oh, just for that moment. Just it's for him getting the title. The only reason why anyone would want to see Roman Reigns is to see Paul Heyman. Paul Paul like Roman Reigns becomes a backseat to Paul Heyman. It's Do you like, think Brock Lesnar is a backseat to Paul Heyman? Because No, because Brock Lesnar is a bigger star and people want to see Brock Lesnar. But I think if you do this with Roman Reigns, people now want to see Roman Reigns. I really think that people say, wow, I got to see Roman Reigns now. Yeah, but they don't want really to see Roman Reigns. They want to see Roman Reigns to see Paul Heyman. That's the only reason why they want... No, I think they want to see Roman Reigns because I don't think that people just hate Roman Reigns. <clears throat> I think people hate Roman Reigns as the face of the company. I think they hate Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns as the heel of the company, on the other hand. He's I think people won't be fine. He won't be a heel. I can tell you that much. Roman Reigns will never be a heel. If he, of course he will. No, he won't. And then he's kind of thrown it out there with him possibly. Like, he could easily be a heel. No, I, I heard Dean Ambrose is coming back as a heel. Yeah, Dean Ambrose is coming back. Dean Ambrose should not be going to anywhere near... Dean Ambrose should be going to SmackDown. Not going Dean Ambrose to is going to huh? And don't be surprised if they put the shield back, all managed by Paul Heyman. You put Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose as a team, and Roman Reigns is the, the face of the, the face of the group. Then and you bring back the shield as heels with Paul Heyman. First of all, Roman Reigns will never be a heel. He's not going to be ever be a heel. No matter I think that's why not? Same, it's the same concept. It's the same idea with John Cena. It's the exact same thing. No. John Cena is never no. going to be a heel. Roman Reigns is never going to no. be a heel. Here's the thing. When they were heels, 
the Shields merchandise sold. That's, if you, if Roman Reigns goes heel, they put him, they put the Shield back together, and, and it works. Without him being a heel, Roman Reigns will um, never. I'm telling you right now, Roman Reigns is never going to. There's no reason he's not that guy that you have to keep a face forever. No, I think no. you have other guys that that you, you do that with. Your they guy that's never going to be a heel right now is AJ Styles. Michael, Michael he's that guy. Look, Michael Cole does it every single time he comes out. They stopped calling him like now they call him the most polarizing figure in the WWE. Just like they used to say the same thing about John Cena. John Cena was the most polarizing figure in the WWE. Now it's Roman Reigns. So rather than it doesn't be a figure, it was, it was just polarizing. Cena. Cena has too much other things going for him. That's my Cena's Cena is their Hollywood face. Right, but I'm so you can't turn Cena heel because he has too much stuff that he goes out and does. Like, Roman Reigns isn't in that position. I'm not talking if, about Cena right now. I'm talking about Cena. What are you saying? I said I'm not talking about Cena right now. I'm talking about Cena before. For years, everyone wanted John Cena to turn heel. I used to say the same thing. We've had the exact same conversation I said before. John Cena is never going to be heel. He's never going to turn heel. He makes too much. He does too much for the company outside of the ring. He does too much for the Roman Reigns isn't that guy, though. He's right. not doing so much for the company right now. AJ Styles is He does everything for the company AJ's inside the ring. Sorry. He does everything for the company inside the ring. And as Yeah, he's the guy inside the ring. But but he's because of that, you can turn him heel. You're not going to turn but Roman Reigns heel. It's not going to happen. It's not the outside of the ring stuff that Roman Reigns is doing that, that makes him a face. That's just right now they just want to make him the face of the company. But if it doesn't work... They're not. Make they're, him they're not. He's no longer going to be the face of the company. Now he's going to be. He's going to be the John Cena of the company. He's going to be. Oh, the, John Cena the face of the company. Huh? Let's be real. No, I'm talking John about. He's been the face of that company for years. Yes. That's why he does so much outside of the. He was the face of the company for years. Yes, you're correct. I'm talking about John Cena as a character who's a polarizing figure. That John Cena, the one that everyone yeah. wants him to turn heel. That type of John Cena, not the John Cena from like was was super popular, and not the John Cena now. I'm talking of the one in the middle, the one when he was the most polarizing guy, and he didn't care whether you booed him or or or, or cheered for him. He was perfectly fine with the way he was. He was but, that, but what you're missing at that time, he was already doing all of these outside things for the WWE. Right. That John Cena was already in the position of Make a Wish. And, and going out to all these things and doing all the TV shows for them and yeah. being everywhere for the WWE. That's why that John Cena, polarizing John Cena, was never going to turn heel because he had too many things going on outside the WWE that made them too much money. It was too important to them. Roman Reigns, on the other hand, is not doing that right now. So if you're going to turn a heel, you do it right now before that. Give him a good heel run with Paul Heyman and use that, use Heyman to to help make him, get him over to go face and then become the face of the company. And in the end, you mold him through his association with Paul Heyman as a heel right now to be the face of your company and you get him there. And I think you can do it if you do it through Paul Heyman. But he has to go heel with Heyman and then turn face. And then he's your face for the rest of his career. He's that guy after that. But for right now, Roman Reigns can go heel. Absolutely can. It'll, ne- it'll never happen. 
you're you're wrong. wrong. It'll never happen. It's just you're you're totally missing my point. It'll never happen. I'm not missing your point. Yeah, but your your point is is that John, you're like polarizing John Cena. But he it wasn't because he was polarizing that they weren't going to turn him heel. The reason they were t- not turning him heel was because he was doing so much outside of the ring. It had nothing to do with him being polarizing. It was just the same term because he gets the same type of reaction. He was getting the same type of reaction then that Roman Reigns is getting now. That's why they both co- were called polarizing. It had nothing to do with their position in the company. Cena's position in the company then was already the face of the company. He was the guy that was going at everything. He was the guy that was everywhere. Roman Reigns isn't that guy right now. Roman Reigns isn't going and doing all those things. He's not at all the make-a-wishes. He's not going to do all the talk shows. That's not who he is. So you can keep him heel right now. No. And it doesn't hurt anything. It doesn't. They're not going to lose any money from turning. You lose money from turning John Cena heel as a company because he's doing Make a Wish, because he's doing all these talk shows, because he's doing these movies. You lose money from turning him heel because people then don't like him and are like, "No, I'm not going to watch that. I don't want to see him on that show because I hate John Cena." Now, because he's a bad guy. With, with Roman Reigns, he's not doing that circuit. And people aren't going to – you're not going to get that change. All he does is sell a lot of merchandise. If he goes heel, he'll sell equal to or more, more merchandise than he is right now. So you can – especially if he goes with Paul Heyman, his merchandise sales will go up. He'll sell more merchandise, and then you use that. You have one another heel run with him and then make him a face again, and then that's when he stays face. It's Cena was just one of those lucky ones that only had to do the one heel run and then become the face forever. But when you look at it, most guys have to freshen up and do another heel run. They need to give him a heel run. And I think people in the back know it. Let's give him another short heel run, put him with Heyman. He'll get over as a heel. He'll be our top heel. Fine. He can't be the top face. We got uh, Braun Strowman. Everyone loves him. He can be the face. Paul, and then uh, Ron, Roman Reigns can be the heel, back with the shield again, fighting this monster, uh, and the, the monster's fighting all odds because you can't just have the monster facing a guy that's smaller than him and not win the title. You have to have some reason for that to happen. So the only way to do that is for Roman Reigns to go heel, be with Paul Heyman and be with the shield again, or be with another group that Paul Heyman puts together to help Roman Reigns fight off Braun Strowman. And that's how you have that feud go. That's the only way, that's the only way that feud makes sense with Braun Strowman as a face, because otherwise he just beats Roman Reigns. And then Roman Reigns had the belt for one pay-per-view and he loses it. And that's it. Roman Reigns is going to lose that belt because he's going to get cashed in on by Braun, and then Roman Reigns will get it back, and they'll feud. But Roman Reigns is going to get it back because he's going to have backup because he's going to be a heel. He's going to be with Paul Heyman. Watch. Mark my words. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. All right. Well, I, I'm telling you it is, so we'll see. I tell you, it's, and you're, you're still, like, you have to look at, you have to look at Roman Reigns, the character 
and Roman Reigns the person. It's two different things. Just like Cena the character and John Cena the person. Yeah, I am. You're not, though, because that was my point. John Cena the character was always, was always the polarizing, don't care, like you can do whatever you want, you can boo me, you can cheer me, whatever. That was his character. John yep. the person was the one who did all like the make a wish and stuff like that, and blah, 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 blah. That's, yep. that's John Cena the person, not John Cena the character. Roman okay. Reigns, you're right. Roman Reigns doesn't do anything outside as a person. You're right. He doesn't. But his character is just like the John Cena character. In the sense yeah, that that's Reigns, I understand. But the only reason they didn't let that John Cena character make that heel turn so is because. No, it's not. It's not. Of course. It's not, it's not, it's of course. Think about this. You stop, have to- stop, for a stop for a second. Hear me, listen. So you, you got these make-a-wish kids yes. who love John Cena, right? Yes. Like, it's John Cena the person. Yes. But to these make-a-wish kids, it's John Cena the character. No, it's John like, Cena the person. Think about John Cena doesn't show up to those things in his street clothes. John Cena doesn't go to those things in khakis and a dress shirt like yeah. he would if he was just going out on a night. John Cena shows up to those Make-A-Wish events as John Cena, the wrestler, with his John Cena shirt on and his hat on and, he, and his towel, never give up. That's how John Cena shows up to Make-A-Wish events. Right. So, so if he turns heel, he can't do that. And now he breaks the heart of all these kids that he's been going to supporting. This he's too tied up. Is that's why the same reason that they couldn't turn Hogan heel in WWF because he was too ingrained for doing all these things. That's why Cena can't go heel. It has nothing to do with his character and and how they were how the crowd reacted to him. It was simply of all the things he does outside the ring that they couldn't lose. You can't have Cena go heel simply because of Make-A-Wish. That's like the biggest reason why he can't go heel. Because you got all these kids. John Cena sees thousands of kids a year as John Cena the wrestler, telling them never give up and loyalty, hustle, respect, and all these positive things that he brings to these kids. So you can't have him go heel because now you have, first off, you have that void that you have to fill. So you have to find someone else to now be that guy to go out there. Mm-hmm. And second, all these kids that have loved him and, and John Cena was their hero that are fighting for their life. Now you crush their dreams by destroying their hero. You know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. That's not Roman that guy. So, you keep- so you can go with Roman Reigns and you lose nothing. You keep... Like, you keep connecting them, and I keep telling you not to. Don't connect the person to the character. They're two different things. You have to. No, situation. man. They're two different things. The person. They're not. Two different things in the WWE. Yes, they are. Okay, all right then. Then John Cena, the person, doesn't do Make-A-Wish. Yes, he does. It does. The John Cena person, John Cena the person has nothing to do with John Cena the character. That's not what I'm talking about. John Cena, I agree with you. But John Cena the character does the character. 
Look at all Roman Reigns' character right now is the same as the John Cena character was then. In the sense that they were giving no. up the fact of trying to make him as the face of the company and just leave him the way he is and just deal with the way it is. That's why they keep him the way he is. He's not going to turn heel because it's pointless. He's not going to turn face because it's pointless. You just leave him where he is. That's exactly what they have to do, is leave him exactly right. where he is. There's no sense in turning heel because it does nothing for him. Let's bet some beer on this. SummerSlam, Roman Reigns goes heel. No, SummerSlam, Roman Reigns wins and then loses the title to either to, – then probably keeps the title. This is what I think is going to happen to SummerSlam. Because it kind of coexists with this stupid Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens feud, which is dumb, by the way. Um, it is very simple. Somehow, some way, Kevin Owens is going to steal the, the briefcase from freaking Braun Strowman. He's going to win the he's going to win the match and win the briefcase. Then he's going to go try to cash it in on Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman is going to cost him the match. And Roman Reigns is going to keep the belt, and the contract will never get cashed in. And they'll keep the and they'll keep the freaking um, they'll keep the storyline between Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens going, and Roman Reigns will just be champion again. And Brock Lesnar will, will, will just fade away into wherever, and Paul Heyman somewhere down the road will end up coming back to do something else. No, no reason to put Paul no. Heyman with Roman Reigns. It doesn't make any sense at all. Doesn't. Of course it does. No, it doesn't. Why was the point of pushing up Roman Reigns all the way up to finally be the one who finally beats Brock Lesnar and finally get that big huge win, only to have it tainted because he got hoped to do it? It doesn't make any sense. Because the fuck. Vince does whatever he wants, and if he says, you know what, I'm going to do this now, that's what he does. Right. If that's what he has to do, turn around and say, I'm just going to big Roman Reigns heel. Now, Vince man changes his mind all the time. Yes, I, I and they've been changes his mind on that. The, they've been in the back. There's been arguments going on for months already over not putting Roman Reigns as the guy and making Braun Strowman the guy. Right. So if you make Braun Strowman the guy, you need a top heel because Brock's going to the to UFC. So yeah. if you need a top heel. You make Roman the heel. Roman's going to be the face. You make because because you, you don't have another heel. You make him the heel, and you put the shield back together. And and they you're not putting the shield as a heel organization. Some crew together with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman gets a tag now, team, and maybe they get a mid wrestler like, with and Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the staple of that. Maybe it's the Roman Empire, and that's the Empire, and fucking, I'm telling you, that's, that's the way you go with that. Unless, unless Paul Heyman, the only other thing I can see happening is Paul Heyman helping Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens cashing in at the yeah, end. That's right. I can see that happening, too. I can see that happening, too. That's more likely to happen than this scenario. Either Heyman helps Owens and Owens cashes in and gets the title, or or Owens wins and then Owens cashes in based off of some plan that he had with Heyman, or Roman Reigns is turning heel. I'm telling you, Roman Reigns is going to be with Paul Heyman at the end of SummerSlam. 
It's, it's shocking because no one would expect it to happen. Everyone thinks like you. No way is that going to happen. It's it's a it's the ending to SummerSlam that swerves everybody and gets everybody talking. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant move if they do it. Because every second thought actually makes more sense. That it, that SummerSlam ends with Paul Heyman and Kevin Owens together. That makes more sense to me than anything else. It does make more sense. But Vince sometimes doesn't make sense. And I think not making sense and putting it's just it's people will go crazy if Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman end up together. He will get booed out of the building after all. Because of what you said. Like, think about it. This guy's been the guy that's been trying to be the face and trying to be do all the right things, and the fans won't get behind him. They just won't get behind him. And they still were rooting for Brock. And you know they're going to root for Brock at SummerSlam. Although, I don't know, maybe not, because, like, they have been, they have done a pretty good job of making Brock Lesnar, like, kind of a dick. And kind of like... Yeah, yeah don't show up. Don't show so up, kinda, They are kind of making Brock Lesnar be more of an asshole and be of a dick and and not be as much of a – like, be more of, like, a, a cocky prick than he is, like, anything else. And so they've done a pretty good job of that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they don't – like, if, if actually Brock Lesnar doesn't get cheered. He'll get some cheers because you always have those guys who just will anyway. But I think he's getting less and less cheers every time he's around now because I think people are kind of a little sick of all the crap. Sick of him not showing up, even though it's part of the whole storyline. But still, like I think they're getting kind of sick of not seeing him. Sick of like him not like being kind of being a dick about the whole thing, and then all the fact that he's leaving again. And so I think people are kind of fed up with Brock Lesnar. So it wouldn't be surprising if they if they kind of did at least, even though they kind of know what's going to happen. I think they kind of would cheer Roman Reigns for winning, even though they they know it's pretty much going to happen. Yeah, but I do think. As a result, yeah. I do think that there's going to be a cash in, and it makes more sense than Kevin Owens. It's it only makes more it only makes sense for it like Braun Strowman. I don't think with Braun Strowman should have like what they should have done if, if they really could have done it. They really could have totally like screwed up everything if they had Braun Strowman cash in on Monday when Brock Lesnar was actually there. That would have been great. Come down the ring after he came out and after like waited all night for him to finally come out. And blah blah blah, and they build that whole thing up, and then Braun Strowman just comes down and says, "Half five's Kurt yeah. Angle," and then all of a sudden, Paul Heyman by the face and like goes to leave the ring, and then Braun Strowman comes down with the belt with the briefcase and says, "Yeah, I'm just gonna cash in right now," and then Brock Lesnar has no choice; he has to fight right there, and actually Brock Lesnar, and then Braun Strowman wins. Like, that would just throw off everything. It would make it – what it would do is it would screw Roman Reigns, but um, – because they could have played it off there. And they, what they could have done is, like, they could have they could have made a triple threat at SummerSlam. They could have been on Braun and Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns for the title. Um, and they yeah. could have done – and then they could have had Paul Heyman jump in and do something, and maybe he gets involved. I don't know. You could have done it that way. That would have made more your, – your, your, like, plan about Roman Reigns going with Paul Heyman would have made more sense if it was that way. The fact of turning on Brock Lesnar, I think, is too predictable 
and also doesn't really doesn't do anything for anybody in the end. But I think I think it I think it shifts. It it, it does a lot. It does a lot. You have this guy that has been with Brock Lesnar forever, and he turns on Brock Lesnar and helps Roman Reigns, the guy that Brock Lesnar has been feuding with for the past three years, the guy that he has basically been feuding with for the past three years. He turns on Brock Lesnar and joins his nemesis, Roman Reigns, and helps him beat Brock Lesnar to take the title and send Brock Lesnar out of the WWE and basically end and Brock Lesnar's like, career. Like Paul Heyman turned on uh, GM Punk back in the day. And, oh. But that didn't, but, but Paul, like, GM Punk was way over anyway. So him turning on yeah. Paul Heyman wasn't like, I mean, Paul Heyman turning on him wasn't like a like unbelievable moment because like, CM Punk was over regardless. Whether, whether yeah, true. But I think, I think if you put, I think because of how much Roman Reigns is booed, if you put him and Paul Heyman together, you, you build a monster heel. Roman Reigns becomes instantly becomes a monster heel because he still comes out and talks like he does now. This is my yard, and I'm the, I'm the big dog. He just doesn't give a shit about the fans now, and he lets Paul Heyman do more of his talking. Or he talks with Paul. So now you got Paul Heyman talking shit and Roman Reigns talking shit. Dude, it's just a great, it's a great matchup. It's great to put them together. And you might be right about not bringing the shield back with them. But put somebody else. Roman Reigns. I was going to say, Seth Rollins is way too hot right now to have them, to have like them just put them into a heel group. I, I agree with you. I think, I think Dean Ambrose is going to come back and to, to save Seth Rollins. Yeah, I could see that. And then you get a then you get Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins feuding. Maybe. Although that kind of defeats like really, It doesn't make sense to me though because of the fact that like then why have we had some uh, technical difficulties there so i want to apologize for that uh so we're gonna end the show right there uh we'll pick up right there next week uh me and mike already talked about it that next week we're gonna start talking about dean ambrose's return Dean Hambrose, as I like to call him. But we'll we'll get into that when when we get into our conversation about him. Uh we'll, we'll start out talking about talking about that next week and we'll see where, where the conversation leads us to. Uh it was a great conversation today. Man, it's great to be back with my boy and get it going. Uh maybe Galen will will join us. G Money, Galen Campbell. Uh maybe he'll join us next week on the on the show. Uh, maybe someone else will. Who knows? Who knows who we'll have here with us next week? Uh, great episode. It was fun getting back into the swing of things. Let us know what you think. Let us know how you feel about things. Uh, you know, if you agree with what we said, if you agree with any of our predictions or any of our thoughts, if you disagree, uh, leave us some feedback on our Facebook page. 
Smarks, Spot Monkeys, and Super Kicks. Uh, uh, there'll be a copy of this episode posted there. Leave some comments underneath. Let us know what you think about the show. Uh, let us know what you, what you think we should add, what we should change. Um, something else I want to talk about real quick, actually, before we get out of here, as far as a change. Uh, I originally wanted to do some reviews of the week, like the weekend review uh, during the the show. Um, my original plan was to break everything into segments, and in between segments, run through a review. There's a lot of wrestling, though. So, so what I'm going to do is post a second episode on Thursday. So today, later today, there'll be a second episode, maybe even right after. There'll be a second episode that will be the weekend review. So yeah, moving forward, we'll always have our regular episode and then our weekend review episode where I just kind of run down everything that went that went in and give some quick feedback on all that. Um, so that's that's a, a change already. Um, we're in the infantile change, our infantile stages. So things are going to change sometimes on the fly. Today's episode kind of changed. We changed route and decided we were going to do things a little differently and kind of just have a conversation uh, right before we went on the air. We just decided we were switching things up. And that's kind of what, as we evolve and, and do things. So uh, definitely we're, we're up for feedback. If you get any feedback, we want to know what you guys are thinking, uh, how you feel about the show. So like I said, like us on Facebook, uh, interact with us over there. Let us know what's good. We got some more great things coming for you. Next week, make sure you're, you're looking out for the extra episode. So with TakeOver... Brooklyn and SummerSlam coming up. We will have a uh, pit stop. It will be the Brooklyn Takeover Brooklyn SummerSlam pit stop, and we'll have that episode up on Friday, uh, where we kind of break down everything that's going on for uh, for Takeover and SummerSlam. Uh, hopefully, I can do that with both uh, G Money and Mike K. Get the the band back together and we'll get that going for you. And that'll be our first pit stop on the podcast. Uh, let me see what else I'm going to lay a, I'm going to lay a challenge down and, and, and we'll see if this gets accepted next week by Mike. But he says that, that I, I'm telling you Roman Reigns is walking out with Paul Heyman and I'm willing to put beer on the line. So we're going to put a bet out there to you, Mike, and, and you can answer that next week answer my my challenge but uh i think other than that that's about it it's been a great episode um get ready for next week uh it should be a great week of wrestling action coming up just because it's leading into SummerSlam. i know i've been kind of down on the product but always the goal the the show's right before the pay-per-view um we we, we're gonna have some good go-home shows so uh, definitely check it out. I think SmackDown was better than Raw this week, but I'll get all into that in the in the review. So make sure you don't you don't forget to check out uh, our review segment, our review show, uh, which will be posted kind of right next to this one. It'll actually be the newer one to this one. So, but make sure you check them both out this week, um, and or it might be before this one. Just. Check them both out, and that's how things are going to roll from now on. Uh, great show. I want to thank Mike K for being here today. Um, I want to thank everyone uh, for tuning in and listening. Uh, until next time, I'm Sean Puff for Mike K. 
You're listening to Smarks, Spot Monkeys, and Super Kicks. And we'll see you next Thursday. Hey, Cena, get us out of here. Big ups, Boston.